0: To another episode of Truths Be Told. It's the comedy storytelling podcast where we have guests come on and they tell true stories from their life that revolve around a theme. This week's theme is uh, all about the universe, the unexplained, the mystical. This week's theme is called A Date with Fate. You know, we're talking about psychics, fortune-telling, tarot cards. Um, You know, we're talking about karma and spirituality, serendipity. We're talking about all those things today. We got a whole bunch of different guests, and they have a whole bunch of spooky tales just in time for Halloween. I find that I actually am becoming a little bit more superstitious as of late. Just, you know, I realize there's so much I don't know. The, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know so much stuff and I don't know why so much happens in the universe. And I've always been a person that does believe in energy. I don't think I know a single performer that doesn't believe in the power of energy. You can feel energy when you're on stage between yourself and the audience. And um, there is a, a real skill in being able to trust your intuition and your gut and trust the energy around you. And also... Not to confuse your gut instincts with fear. That's something I've had to learn over my 20s is what's my gut talking to me and what's just fear talking to me? Anyways, I have so many guests that are here to talk about mystical, mysterious happenings that have happened to them. And normally I would have a great story as well, but... I'm going to be honest, I don't have a great anecdote to share today on the episode, so I don't want to waste your time on some half-assed story that is uh, not a very good coincidence and not very interesting. So I'm just going to hop right in to the interviews that were conducted today. So before we hear all these great stories, I, of course, want to do what I do every episode, talk to the sound guy, Russ. How you doing, Russ? Uh, not too bad. You? I'm good. You're back. Um, happy to see you again. Uh, Russ, tell me, uh, you've heard a lot of stories today about coincidences in the universe. Uh, are you easily freaked out by coincidence or, or things that can't be explained?
1: Not too much. Uh, I guess in the topic of superstition just playing hockey growing up most hockey players are superstitious just of
0: course in the sense
1: of getting dressed like usually put one skate on before the other stuff like that so that's just kind of my connection with it I guess the
0: playoff beard or the idea of like not washing certain things yeah would you not wash something
1: uh usually like I'd wash a jersey right before the playoffs start and then until we're out just leave it until then
0: Russ, you're not as logical as I'd hoped. I thought you'd be the skeptic today, the one telling everyone they're full of shit. But no, you're just as bad as the rest of us. (laughs) Well, thank you for your honesty. I appreciate it, Russ. Now I bring you to the quote of the episode. Every episode, we have a quote that is about the theme. It's inspired by the theme. Today is no different. We have a quote by Albert Einstein real smart dude uh, his quote is coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous Ah, think about it for a bit that's pretty good I it I'll be honest when I first heard that quote I didn't understand <laughs> and I had to read it like five times coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous Huh. Ah, it's good right all right time to get freaked out let's jump in I'm here with Daphne Joseph.
2: Hello, hi,
0: welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. Daphne is an improviser. She is a sketch performer, sketch writer, a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. She's. Mm-hmm. She told me to tell you that she's Beyonce's body double. Yeah, you could tell.
2: She, yeah, you right? could tell. Once you see the camera, all yeah. This. Oh,
0: it looks good. Thank yeah,
2: you. It's, it looks good. <laughs>
0: She might be lying, but you know what? We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> because I'm paid the good
2: money to keep, to keep that quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Beyonce's <laughs> serious. Beyonce is very serious. Uh, welcome. Thank you. So I'm very excited about your story. I'm gonna confess something to you. Tell me. Your story inspired the entire episode. Whoa, yeah, no when pressure. I heard your story. No, I know I <laughs> didn't help, did it? Um, your story made me go, oh shit. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta we got to get this heard to the masses. People need to hear this. Uh, Because your story is, um, you know, there are coincidences in life, and then there are what are the fucking chances Mm -hmm. type of coincidences. That's right. Please, take it away. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, this happened
2: maybe about four years ago. Uh, I was having a really shitty day at work, and I was like, I can't wait to go home, uh, smoke some weed, which I do all the time, and uh, masturbate. So oh, I was like, yeah. it was one of those days, uh, just a regular do Monday. You
0: like, do you like mixing those two? Like, does it calm you down? Definitely.
2: It's just I like smoking weed a lot. I like masturbating a lot. And I'm like, I wonder how it feels when it's both of them together. And it, it's great. It's I like, bet. oh, I knew it was gonna be great. Just okay. Yeah. All the pleasure centers working yeah. hard. Great. I do. So. um I go home and I go on my favorite website which is Pornhub at the time. That's and your favorite website. <laughs> it was, not anymore. Now I'm I'm a, you know, I'm mature now, so I know a lot more other Red websites. RedTube. RedTube yeah. is cool. <laughs> XXN is good too, but Pornhub was kind of the one, right? Yeah. So, uh, I went on Pornhub and I started going through all the like the small clips. And at this point, the beginning is kind of fuzzy. You don't really know what you're looking for, you just want to... You're
0: just testing get, it you're out. You're just testing it out. I'm you're the like, same. I'm so picky.
3: I'm
2: picky. And then I started. and I'm like, I want to skip that. And I don't like when the people talk to the camera. It distracts oh. me. And when like, they get too into their story. No, I'm like, Shh, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to know. It's too personal. <laughs> um, so I click on um, the first video I select. I see the guy. Um, it's a guy who's going down on a girl. And you can't really see her face. Are they pros? Uh, they're they're not pros because the quality is really bad. It's all like black and white. And it's all grainy. Oh. You could tell it's some old camera stuff. Okay. And um, so he's going down on her. Obviously, you can't see his face, and you can't see her face. Uh, you can see her tits, and because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it's not, it's very shitty. So I started watching it, and. Um, I see he has a tattoo on his back, on his upper back. It's a circle, and I remember thinking while I'm watching it, and I'm like, you know what, this tattoo would have looked better if it was centered. And then I'm
0: like, that's very OCD. Very, yeah.
2: And sometimes it's just, it was just an inch more, and all of a sudden it took me out. And I was like, um, yeah, it would have looked better if it was centered. But then immediately after, I'm like, wait a second, this is a very familiar thought. Like, I felt that way about this, a tattoo like this before. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Wait, and okay. how baked are you at this moment? Pretty baked.
2: <laughs> Pretty baked. So yeah. then it's also, then I'm thinking, you know what, you are high, so keep at it. And then I don't spend too much time on the tattoo. But then in the room, there's like a, po- a poster of Bob Marley, and it's all ripped at the bottom. It looks really old. Yeah. Then I, I think, you know what, this guy should change his poster. And then immediately, I'm, again, I have the same thought, like, shit, this is a this is a very familiar thought. Like, I thought about this before. So at this point, I'm not even turned on. I'm just investigating. I'm, like, turning on the volume. I'm trying to see what's going on. It's not clear. And the more I look at it, the more I, And then I come up to... Like, I'm staring at it, and I'm like, holy shit, those are my tits. This is me in the video. So then wait, I'm like... Wait, wait, wait. You
0: <laughs> recognize my dress the yeah. tits
2: yeah not my face and then not his face but then it all comes back to me like when I because I was staring at her for a while and then I'm oh like my god oh wait I do know this tattoo I do remember this poster I do recognize those tits was there
0: audio in this thing
2: there was so at this point I'm like Okay, okay, okay. I know myself. I'm a francophone, and I'm like, I'll well, moan in French. So <laughs> I moan in French, which I do, and I don't know. This is weird. So I, I turn the volume really up, like really, really high up, and I'm, I have my face, like I'm glued to my laptop. Oh my God. Just I'm like, maybe I'll recognize her voice. And you're not horny anymore. You're just investigating. You need to figure this thing out. Um, so I needed to figure this thing out, and I recognize my voice. I recognize me, and then this solidified the whole thing I'm like oh yeah I remember him you I heard remember, your voice I heard me moaning well, Oh, wah. That, that's how you go I'm like oh oui 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 mm, pop mousse bibliothèque miam <laughs> <laughs> miam 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 cantaloupe et ananas so this is how every francophone moan yes. yeah great perfect <laughs> it's a french immersion class est-ce que je parle aux toilettes <gasps> où sont les toilettes oh zizot dans la poubelle
0: that's all I know that is very sexy that's my grade 2 French
2: (laughs) do you know what you're saying (laughs) scissors
0: are in the garbage can
2: (laughs) not they are just scissored in (laughs) the garbage can oh it's not even good it's good but it's not like throwing them they're just in the garbage can (laughs) it's great it's very sexy thank you it's close to what I say too (laughs) so um, I think at the moment right after I'm just like "What, what do I do now I'm still horny. I'm so wait, still you're seated. sure it's you? I, at this point, it's 100% because I remember everything. Oh my God. I remember him. And I also remember uh, asking him. So this video, he f- took this video when I was about 19. Oh my God. That was back home in Montreal. I'm 34 now. And I found this video three years ago. Oh my God. So it was over 15 years ago. No, not over 15 years Nineteen. Well, it's it's, it's a about, lifetime. It's, over, it's a life. It was so long ago, and um thank God it the quality also wasn't great, right? Because you couldn't really you couldn't tell. tell just by looking. No, if it was filmed right now, uh with our cell phones and the way our qual the quality we of uh, the videos we have right now would have been different. And I have a lot of tattoos, also that that would have been you would have been able to see them with the cause. So, so
1: okay, so. Uh, sorry. So yeah. you, you <laughs> Take a saw? Minute. You said
0: I know it's it's kind of my worst nightmare. It is, and it's it's every I think it's everyone's worst. Well, it's nightmare. so invasive, um, it's... and fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, that you saw the red light. Yes.
2: So I remember. So I I, got flat, I brought my I started remembering that night, and I remember asking him. I was on his bed, and I thought I saw a red light in his closet back then you really had to set up your i mean the tripod and whatever shitty cameras you had so i remember asking him hey is the red light are you recording this and um he was like no i'm not and when i listened to the video you hear me saying hey are you recording this
0: Okay, this is so fucked up. Right, it Who is. Who is this person? You, uh, like, not a great person. And, did you know them well? They were yeah. Like a that, stand?
2: See, that's the problem is that I'm the type of person, I'm better now, but before, if when my friends knew when I, not introduced them, when I told my friends, oh my God, I have a crush on this guy, their reactions were all like, no, no, Daphne, this is bad news. Uh, but for me, I'm the type of person, if you tell me, oh, no, Daphne, this is a bad person, I'm usually like, oh, he's damaged? Sign me up. Yeah. Let me, let me take it. So I knew, I had a feeling he was bad. Um, but, but not I, that
0: level. Not that level. That's insane. Because I kind
2: of, uh, and also, I knew him. Like, we were not, this was not, like, a serious thing. But I wasn't, which still doesn't justify it, but... I know you. I know you know you. Well,
0: also, you just... Even a one-night stand, you'd be shocked to find out that someone would have the audacity to do something that Of
2: course, of course. But on top of it, I'm like, I know you, and you know me, you know my friends, you know. So this is out of... So you see this. Yeah. And I'm guessing your reaction is horror. I'm completely shocked. Mm -hmm. Once I know for sure this is me, I don't know what else to do. So I panic and i start googling what do you do if you find yourself online and you don't get a lot of there's not a lot of information out there like mm. if you go to revenge porn and stuff like that but back then i didn't i wasn't familiar familiar with the term revenge porn which i still think it's stupid because mm. what it's not what What do you mean it's a revenge <laughs> i didn't do anything wrong and it's not porn it's real sex so those words are I think we need to rethink them.
0: Yeah, for sure. And
2: also, so I started Googling this and I didn't, then I couldn't find a lot of information. And mind you, I'm still, I'm Paint. high, right? <laughs> I'm high and I'm horny. That didn't go away. It's so frustrating. It's just like, what? Uh, that's not what I was supposed to do in no. this evening. So then I went back and I started reading the comments.
0: On, oh, Pornhub comments. Yes. Oh
2: boy, Beautiful. <laughs> supportive. So much love. You know, and this is the beauty about porn site. When you, you never hear anything negative. Nobody watches a a video and go like, ew, two guys kissing, gross. Nobody does
0: that. Because if you're at the two guys kissing. You know what you're looking for. You were looking for that.
2: You're looking for that. And even if you, even if it's not even your, your thing you move on 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 youtube it's a video of a little dog walking and someone's like mm, donald trump sucks and then it's like <laughs> that dog your sucks a whore. <laughs> that
0: dog is untalented yeah it sucks fuck
2: your mom it's like wait a second so you don't get that in, on and on porn sex what
0: kind of compliments you get oh
2: my god things like oh my god i i, I would eat her pussy all day oh. check out those tits and i was like my tits thank you <laughs> like oh my god, she's so fine just I felt so loved. And then I looked at the, the rating. And uh, in case people are wondering,
0: 93%. Are you for real? Yes. 93 And it's just on my tits. You can't see anything else. Okay. So I'm girl, very happy. Girl, 93%. Yeah. I, I mean, love. This is a, you know what? You know what I like about you? Thank you. Tell- I say thank you before you <laughs> I don't like you anymore. <laughs> That's what's horrible. <laughs> presumptive. I wanted to I say yes. <laughs> Look at the arrogance on <laughs> that. That's horrible. Never mind. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, no, what I like about you is this is a truly harrowing, fucked up story. And yeah. you're like, you you dig in there for a silver yeah. lining. And you're like, I'm a 93%. I have to find something. And yeah, so I
2: was like, at least this is it. But I, I-, I was still shocked. Good and, for you, though. And I kept thinking, what were the odds? I know to find this specific video uh, on this site at that moment. There's a, a porn videos are being uploaded every second. and that's the one you find. That's the one I found on this specific specific website. Like at this moment. At this moment, because it could have fallen under
0: anything. Like, page three thousand and four. Uh, I want to ask, yeah, because this ties to our theme about the universe. Yes. What are the chances? That is a crazy coincidence, mm-hmm. and also. Um, I want to ask you, how long, this is a weird question, how long were Love you weird. masturbating to yourself before you realized you're masturbating to yourself? Well, the
2: good thing is that I just got started. So I really was in, I was setting up my tools, you right. know, my area of where I work. Sure, sure. <laughs> so I was still in the... Um, I was in full blown masturbation. I was just like, "All right, let's get started. See what's happening." Let's but were check you it aroused
0: out. by yourself for even half a second? You know what? Um, people
2: ask me. I did finish. I went, but once I was calm, I went back and watched the video again. <laughs> you make no yeah. sense to me. I know, but not right right away. Right away, I was still upset, and then I talked to my friends, and then later, tonight, later, later on that night, I went back and I watched it again. And I watch other stuff too. Because this video was like two minutes. I'm like, I'm going to need more time. And I'm not watching myself on the loop. No. yeah, that's and right. It was just an introduction. I was like, That's interesting. Right. But it was... The thing is that you see how you're like, I work really hard to get the silver lining. That's the comedian brain. Yeah. We are programmed that way. And which sucks is that... Eventually I was able, it was really hard. Like I could laugh about this right now.
0: Yeah, but that's a.
2: I was I was so hurt and I started to uh, slut shame myself. I'm like, that's what you get, you fucking whore. Of course this would happen oh. to you. And so I had sex in a lot of public places in Toronto and not just in Montreal too. And I was always worried that something like this was gonna happen. I never thought it would happen.
0: In the way that's usually the most private. Right, in, in a house bedroom. with someone I know. Oh, okay, so, so my last question is. yes. My last question is: um, Do you ever think of maybe calling the cops in some way on this guy? You have like he's—you mm-hmm. know who the guy is. Mm-hmm. He has tattoos that will give him away. Mm-hmm. He—you literally hear on the video, um, yes, you asking if the light is on and he lies to you. You would get this guy in jail so quick or stop him from doing all this. Right. There's a part of you, and I get it. You're mm-hmm. a victim of a situation. There's not me pressuring. Right, no, no, no. But no. do you have the fantasy of maybe, like, getting him in trouble for this? Because it's uh, my really funny, unfair.
2: I do. I would love to get him in trouble. I This is not someone I would be able to find again. Oh. Like, I know his name. Um, this was back home. I wouldn't be able... And to be honest, I... I was just so confused that it happened. Yeah, you know, I was like, and then I started googling. I'm like, what do I do? And I sent a message to to Pornhub at first to get it removed, and they didn't take it out. And I sent them like four or five messages. And this was kind of a thing that bothered me even more is that there's so many videos online that if you're watching a video and someone and you hear the person go, "Are you recording this?" or I've I've seen other videos where the girl is like. You see her looking at the cameras like, "Is this happening?" Yeah, they. I need. I think there needs to be a sense of responsibility. They have to have some accountability. Remove In it. That. You yeah. get so many videos. I know. I know. I. Re- I was rated ninety three percent, and it was like eighty seven thousand people who watched it, which is true. Oh But God. I don't think Pornhub is gonna miss my video, and I. This is one thing that bothered me, on top of everything else, this being on the, on Pornhub, but just the process to remove it. Yeah. I think you get a lot of videos when someone says, hey, this was me, even if I was okay with it before, I'm not okay anymore, take it out. That's a good It already point. belongs to the internet. Like it's on. It was on Pornhub. I, I tried it'll looking get, for it. It'll be on other things. Yeah, too. but in in the name too, it wasn't like, Daphne's a big slut. It was like, anal, facial, double penetration, lesbian, Latina, Brazilian. None of those things are true. There was no double penetration. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, not then everything else Right, was, right. But, That person just put a lot of tag names. So my video wasn't...
0: You know what? That's a good point. And I I do want to make it clear because I realize I just shot from the hip while talking there. Mm -hmm. I in no way am suggesting like, why haven't you done something? I don't feel that way at all. I just wonder if you fantasize about the idea of of being like, hey, this guy deserves his comeuppance.
2: I do. Of course. I, I think about seeing him. Like I go back home a lot and... You know, this is Montreal sometimes feel because I was born and raised there. Like it's a small village. Like I know everyone. So I keep thinking what would happen if I see him or if I hear some of my friends telling me, oh, look who I saw or whatever it is. So that I think about what would I tell
0: him like, fuck you, man. What'd you do? I, I would lose it for sure. I hope you punch him so hard that that stupid circle in the tattoo moves over. <laughs> like, this is so good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Turn off so I could punch you and like, center your tattoo. Use it as a bullseye. Just
0: punch the oh, circle. I would punch over. and
2: I would, and I keep, you know what I wish? I'm like, you know, I, when it happened, I'm like, I wish that he sees a video of someone that he doesn't want to see. Cause then I felt bad feeling that way, but I'm like, we all have people we don't want to see fucking. Like, you don't want to see your sister or you don't want to see your right. aunt. And what he has done now is that every time I look at porn right now, I'm always like... You're, wor- you're worried you're going to make a cameo? Me or someone else. You know, <laughs> right. I don't want to see my aunt or like... Do you know what I mean? Like, you, nobody's safe. Nobody's you can, safe. You never want to see... There's people you just don't want to see. And um,
0: Well, Daphne. Yes? I know I took us on a sad tangent at the end of that, but with revenge and all that. Yes. But um, I love... You the reason I loved your story so much other than the coincidence element mm-hmm. is I I rarely get to see women uh, tell a story that could be, you know, mm-hmm. so harrowing for them and still make it funny. Yeah. Like major... <laughs> Major kudos hey, thank to you, you. Thank you. for uh, <laughs> being such a ray of sunshine with something so dark. Yeah. Um, thank That's you for being on the show. Thanks Do you, for having it, me. Yeah, is there anything you'd like to promo? Uh,
2: yes. I uh, have a bunch of shows coming up. You could see them on my Facebook, Daphne Joseph and Coco and Daphne. We're going to have an anniversary show. Maybe in December or January. So keep up with that. Coco
0: Galore. Yay. Yeah.
2: And she's in a fashion magazine. So. Oh, she's in fashion magazines. Yeah. So top cool of everyone too. else. So. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having yeah. Bye.
0: Bye. I'm here with Emily Pulin. Hello. Hello. Am I saying that right? I'm so nervous because I say poo and that makes yeah, me. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, no, Pulin <laughs> is right. Pulin. Close to Pulin and. Poutine and oh, this. for all Poulin's good.
0: you know who's Poulin? <laughs> Emily Poulin. She is a, a storyteller, mm-hmm. an improviser. Um, like a sketch performer, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. we getting there, yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: in comedy in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thank you. Thank and
1: you so much for having me.
0: I'm so happy you're here. You're you're a part of a, a storytelling show, aren't you,
1: that yes. you produce? Yeah, uh, co-producer on Confabulation, a monthly storytelling show That's in Toronto. awesome. Yes.
0: And you have a great story today. We're, of course, talking about uh, a date with fate, uh, weird coincidences mm-hmm. and bad omens. I know. Bad luck or good luck. Um, could be
1: both. Could be both. So tell me your story. You have one that,
0: that gave me the willies.
1: Yeah, it definitely gave me the willies. Uh, so things come in threes. That's like an, a known thing. Yes. People say comedy, life, everything. Yeah, everything comes in threes, uh, good or bad. And there was a certain point in time where that held very true for me. It was uh, a, th- a Thursday. Three of them. There's, <laughs> oh, three uh, yeah, Thursdays. Yeah, three Thursdays. So... Um, I used to listen to this punk emo band called Thursday. And it was How like this- old were you? I was fifteen or sixteen. Okay. At the time, and uh, I went through an emo phase. I'm, still, I'm still there. We're- I don't. I don't know. It's okay. uh, but yeah, so I had this bright green Thursday shirt and it said Thursday on it, and I thought it would be a super keen idea to wear it on a Thursday. Oh, in high school, that's huge. That's that's yeah, comedy level one hundred. Hundred percent. So coordinate the day with what you wear you're good to go so I went I went to school that day but before I went to school my cat had a vet appointment and this oh. is like my family cat that I grew up with as a as a kid and we kind of like grew up together you know it was it was great and then um, I knew she had a vet appointment she wasn't in bad health so um, like any other day I went to school got my education and then I came home uh, with my friend and I looked at the cage and I thought the cat would be wandering around. And I said to my mom, I was like, oh, where's where's Smudge? Like my cat. That's cute. Man. And uh, and she said uh, they had to put her down that day because like something happened in the appointment. And then she got like violently ill. And oh my she just like it was so sudden. So I wasn't I, um, I wasn't expecting it at all. And uh, then like that was the first time I felt any loss like that was close to me yeah so i was just devastated you didn't know anyone that had died no i i hadn't had mine was a pet too the first time it's really devastating especially you grow up with them Mm -hmm. it's just heartbreaking and then so fast forward a week later on another thursday um i i got such a good reaction at school the first time I wore the Thursday shirt, <laughs> so I was like, "I can't not do this again." Okay. Um, yeah. So let's it's make this killer. With, I know it's like if you have something good, just run with just it. Just run right? with it. Um, so I, I put on the Thursday shirt again. Yeah. And then uh, I I went to school. Everything was fine. I came home, and my sister, who was twenty twenty one at the time, she uh, was upstairs and her door was closed. And it, it wasn't uh, out of the ordinary that she wasn't talking to me because we didn't get, we didn't get along. Because you're yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she just kind of kept to herself. And uh, I didn't think anything of it. So then when my mom came home that afternoon, after work, she uh, said, oh, like, where's your sister? I was like, oh, she's upstairs. Like, door's been closed. I'm assuming she's just like watching a movie or something like that. Right. And then uh, it just so happened, so my mom went up stairs and she knocked on the door and there was no answer and then she knocked on the door a little harder and said you know are you in there and then she walked in and she saw my sister who uh, overdosed on drugs or oh she she attempted to kill herself while overdosing on drugs and uh this was a thursday and it was terrifying and my my mom is she alive she is now living oh. and is okay and good. she's, she's oh living God. well She's got a beautiful daughter who's but like, she the was best like passed niece out, ever. out at the time. She, yeah, she was passed out. Um and my mom dragged her to the hospital and they pumped her stomach and all that. Oh my but god. She uh she made it. Barely. Barely, but she made it. And <sighs> she, she came back she came back strong. Good. Um and then And that so that's two Thursdays that's in a row. Two this is so you think I would learn, right? You didn't even notice, did I you? I didn't notice, yeah. no. Uh <laughs> so the third Thursday, the third week. Um, first week of April, uh, it was a Thursday and I wore that stupid shirt again. Man, you're really attached to this joke. I just, I just really (laughs) love it so much. Um, and so again, normal day, went to school, came home, and it was late evening and nothing had happened. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then my mom um, uh, the phone rang when I was home with my dad. So my mom hadn't been around that, that much just because, uh, she has been helping my grandma, uh, with cancer or like battle cancer. Right. Um, so the phone rang that evening and, uh, all I hear is my dad say, do you want me to tell her? And like right then I knew what was going to happen. So I, uh, picked up the phone, talked to my mom and she said, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but your grandma died today. And you knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. But still. But still, just a devastating blow, because that's like, within such a short proximity of time, I lost my cat and then my sister, and I just, or no, not my sister, she's not lost, she's, <laughs> she's still here. But she that, came that, back. She came back, <laughs> and now I've lost my, my grandma. Um, and I, I was just devastated, I didn't know what to do, and then the, the fourth Thursday, I didn't go to school. And you still haven't clued in that you've worn this shirt all three Thursdays. No, I'm not a superstitious person at all, right? And it, and it didn't clue in to me that this may have been a pattern or this shirt is like cursed in some way. It didn't. I didn't tap into that um, until I was at Wonderland with my friend Canada's who, Wonderland. Canada's for,
0: Wonderland for our um, foreign. Listeners, uh, Canada's Wonderland is like a huge amusement park. it's like Canada's six
1: Flags, kind of yeah, kinda of, kind of. you yeah, got roller coasters, coasters. yeah, huge corn dogs, all of that, all the things. Good stuff, um yeah, so we were on we were in line to go on what was at the time the tallest roller coaster, I think it's like. The behemoth or something. It's always, huge. I knew I you were going to say that word. I think it's like the that big was, orange one. I don't know. The um, big orange. The big orange one. And then I had this Thursday shirt on. Again. Never learn. I never learn. Oh, learned. my goodness. And uh, my friend, who was there two times out of the three, that, so she was there when my cat died. She was there when my sister mm-hmm. uh, was found. And, uh, and she... I guess she noticed and she's and she like slugged me on the arm and she's like are you serious and I was like naive I was like what what are you talking about and she broke down this pattern she's like every Thursday that you've worn this Thursday shirt something bad has happened and it didn't clue in until she like laid it out for me the penny has dropped that the, yeah and yeah. I was just like oh my like I finally had this aha moment of like oh my god this is a thing this is a pattern or superstition or something like that so then I ripped off my shirt. Um, I did have an extra shirt. I was <laughs> like, did.
0: "Me on the roller coaster, tits just, out,
1: woo!" Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I might as well. Sixteen, you know, live, live, live freely, live freely. Um, yeah, I had I had an extra shirt in my bag because when I was a kid, I just puked a lot, like when I got overwhelmed or nervous or something. So my mom was always like, "I packed an extra shirt for That's you." Adorable. It's adorable. It's so weird. Um, so yeah, I had I had an extra shirt, but I threw out that Thursday shirt in, in the garbage, garbage right there at Canada's, at Canada's Wonderland. Wonderland. And I feel like then, that shirt must be like if you've
0: ever seen Jumanji. I bet people walk past that garbage can and they can hear that boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I feel like that shirt is if very it's, cursed. It's still there. It's still in the garbage can <laughs> next to some corn dogs. Yeah, ten years. Ten years 10, later. 10, Twelve years later. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying. I interrupted you. Yeah.
1: No. I uh, at, since then Thursdays haven't been that bad no oh, well that's it's, good uh, there's a, yeah you've and, had a few and, hundred since then yeah and it's I've been had, yeah and uh, I haven't worn any stupid shirts with name names of the day on them
0: okay but if I'm actually really asking you and and because you know just to tie this all into the theme mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> do you believe in curses do you believe that
1: something bigger is at play inherently no but that being said I am always open-minded to be proved wrong right right so it's like right. I that's not my first go-to if if I see a coincidence or if I see like a pattern or something like that it's not my go-to being like oh this is like the universe speaking And until someone like breaks it down to me and it's like almost gives me evidence I'm like okay I can, I can get can. it. But obviously,
0: some level, on some level, you do believe in coincidence because you ripped the shirt off and you threw it in the garbage. I did. If you really didn't believe it, you'd be like, I'm safe to ride the roller coaster. The roller coaster isn't going to break halfway through while I'm upside down and kill all of us. And I wouldn't be
1: here right now.
0: You know what? <laughs> yes. I think that's the true telling thing is people go, oh, I'm a very practical, pragmatic person. Mm-hmm. But then we all rip off the shirt. I would have
1: ripped off the shirt too because I would have just been like... Better safe than sorry Yeah No, after my friend went on this rant about how bad things have happened I'm like, I believe it Because, because she's not wrong, she wasn't wrong I just didn't clue in You you sound so like, maybe, you're like a character from like A Final Destination movie, one of those The, the one, roller coasters the, yeah. I think
0: people get like killed in tanning beds or something Or yeah. they get locked in or
1: something Yeah, super weird coincidences coincidence. Or acts of fate Ooh
0: Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. you. were
1: wonderful. Hey, uh, do you have anything you'd like to promo? Um, yeah. yeah. November 7th is the first Wednesday of Wednesday, November. Wednesday, not a Thursday. It's a yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, it's a Wednesday. So you know it's going to be good <laughs> it's and be safe. Be safe. <laughs> uh, yeah, Confabulation is having um, there, our storytelling show at Burdock on Bloor. It's just west of Dufferin Station. It's at 7 p.m. And uh, we would love for you to come hear some stories and maybe even pitch us one if you... You know what? I think I'm going to go watch that. You sh- I-, I hope to see you there. I, I can't wait. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, thank you.
0: I'm here with Natalie Capone. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Okay, Natalie is, um, someone that's in my life that I, I go to for spiritual guidance sometimes. And I will admit, I used to be a skeptic, but I've gone to her multiple times when I felt lost emotionally or not knowing where I am in life. And she really grounds me and, uh, makes me think about the big questions in the, in a more simplified way, actually. Uh, Natalie, you are a, um, I want to use the right term. She's my tarot card reader, but there's probably a more official term. What? What do I you? I
3: call myself an intuitive.
0: An intuitive. Yeah. Um, can you explain for the people that don't know anything about this line of work yeah. what an
3: intuitive is? Well, most people would call it a psychic, but that brings me visions of those neon signs. Yeah. So I wanted to be legit. So I looked up the term. It's all based on my intuition. Yeah. And I've been intuitive. Well, at least I recall it began. I began noticing at seven, the age of seven.
0: And intuitive to what kind of things, like the future or what?
3: Oh, I'm an empath. So what I do is I pick up. It's interesting because some people are visual, mm-hmm. but uh, my gift is picking up the emotions, the feelings around the situation. So when I was seven, I started noticing because not only would I know things before they happened, but my relatives started u- using me to, to find lost items. I so say oh, I lost really? my gold earring, and I go straight up to a closet upstairs and find them. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. But I thought everybody had this, or I think most people do. But it's not as developed, right? So I started just thinking everyone was like this, and then um, when I was sixteen, I started doing readings just for fun with my friends, like tarot card readings. Tarot card readings. Sorry, uh, yeah.
0: Um and, um, so. You say you kind of predicted things. What kind of things did you predict that you went, oh, wow, I think I might have a knack for this? What kind of big things were you like, oh, wow?
3: Well, when I was young, it was, wasn't was like nice things, and it kind of scared me a bit. I think I was much more intuitive as a child, but I kind of shut it down. Um, I saw my brother, my two-year-old brother, fall and bang his head before he actually fell. And then it was pretty serious. He went to the hospital for four months, so oh wow, it wasn't great things. Then my favorite uncle, Angelo, um, he came to me in a dream and he made the sign of peace and he said goodbye. And then when I woke up in the middle of the night, I heard the telephone ring. Um, my father got a call from Italy that he had passed away. So it was things like that. I'm only seven getting these messages, right? Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really, yeah. that's very scary for a seven-year-old. Yeah, but I
3: just thought we all did that. And then I started finding out. The other kids are actually pretty stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all have that sixth sense, but it depends on whether you develop or not. Right. And then um, I think when I was working in film, I used to work in feature film. Mm -hmm. Then I kind of started freaking out because I would meet someone. And because film is always so rushed, Mm -hmm. like there was a new production secretary. I hadn't met her yet. I had to grab a file from behind her desk and I was running to the production office and then I turned around and said, I'm so sorry about your boyfriend. And then I walked a couple of paces. I turned around and I said, oh my God, I'm sorry. You didn't tell me that, did you? So,
0: You'd have these,
3: wow. Or I'd have a boyfriend be getting along great and I'd say, oh, too bad we're not going to be together. (laughs) They'd like just look at me. (laughs) So then I started realizing I wasn't making the distinction between yes what's going on and picking up other things so i started working with someone to discern what was
0: yes and and since then you've probably done i'm guessing thousands of readings yes in your life um i've gone to you a few times now maybe about three times um looking for guidance asking about my career to my love life i've gone to you in very sad states before um just looking for guidance and um i i want to ask you how you feel about the people that are skeptical there's a lot of people who who think people that do psychic readings or whatever like you said the neon sign they think that they're like you know trying to get their money or lying how do you feel about people like that do you think there are frauds do you
3: oh my god i used to go to psychics and intuitives myself and i would just look at them because i didn't realize i was so intuitive when they were frauding me yeah so i i got a bad feeling about it until I found like real ones mm-hmm. and that's why I took so much time when I opened my business to call it what I thought was a respectful title and I actually worked um, for Colette Baron reed mm. she worked for Sylvia Brown okay. I used to book all her readings for her because she was making tons of money and she actually was the first psychic I knew that claimed it like she claimed it in her CRA, did taxes on it, oh, and that's happened. what I do. Like I pay the HST, I have a business, and she for me really legitimized it. She was real, yeah, and everything she told me actually happened. And I just decided,
0: well, she can, that's, yeah, yeah.
3: But I was afraid at first because I'm I attribute it to being a Pisces. Uh-huh. Like if I'm not helping you, I freak out. So I would call every client, write them at first. Tell them uh, you have to let me know if it happens. So when I started getting letters back, like it was hard for me to trust it. As what, well. what
0: are some? Um, I mean, uh, what are some interesting ones you've you've found through doing readings for people? Are there? Some- well, my
3: funniest story, and she's given me permission because every reading is very confidential. She's given me permission, and she's written me a testimonial. Was a good friend of mine. We were in school. we were working a project together. Yeah. And she had met someone, they had broken up, and she was very angry, but because we were working together, she almost couldn't focus. I said, let me do a reading. And because she was my good friend, I wanted to say, tell him to F off, like tell him to go away. This guy's no good for you. And the reading kept saying, you're going to marry him, (laughs) be gentle with him when he calls you. He's going to call and apologize, but he's not actually going to ask to see you, so you have to make sure... That when you get that call, you actually see him. And they're married with two kids now. (laughs) So I was a guest of honor at the wedding.
0: And you were like, no, this shouldn't happen. Oh, wow. So I guess you have moments then where you feel your own wants and wishes interfering with the actual message but I can tell
3: but I because she was my friend said oh my god I want you to tell him where to go but the cards are saying the reading the intuition says you're gonna marry this guy so I did that double thing with her because I knew her well enough to say I'm your friend and I want him to go away because I don't like what he's done but everything here says this is the man you are going to marry and have children with and a year later it happened
0: You know, if I hadn't had readings from you that were specific that came true, I wouldn't keep going to you. I can vouch right now. I've gone to her, and she's given me very specific things. And to her credit as well, she will sometimes uh, predict something, and I will think, that's not possible. You're trying to play both sides of the fence. But then both opposite things happen, like the next day or something. And then I go... I like that she didn't back down. You never back down when no. I was like, I don't think that sounds right. You're like, Well, it's what it says. So, well, that's what happened
3: to you with that.
0: Yes, I I One audition. Yeah. yeah, I had an audition and she said to me, I asked, Am I gonna get the part? And she said, Yes, but I'm seeing another girl. She's also gonna get the part. I'm like, It's only one part in a commercial. How can we both get the part, Natalie? And I thought, You're trying to play both sides of the fence. Yes and no, that doesn't make sense. And she's like, No, I'm sorry. They've picked you but they've also picked another girl, and then when I got to uh, the costume fitting, the other girl was there, and we went up to each other, and I was like, "What? What are you? What are you doing here?" And she's like, "I'm shooting the French version of the commercial." And I went, "Oh, we did both get the part, but I'm the English commercial, she's the French one. Oh wow! Like, there's no other way that could have happened." And I was like, "Wow, Natalie does it again. Okay." So,
3: But that's why I'm grateful you called me to tell me. Yes. That's why I get my confirmation over the years is letters and people telling me it happened.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. just for a little fun, and I'm already nervous, um, you've brought some tarot cards. Yes. And this is good for people who don't even understand what this is and they get all their information about psychics from movies or like, you know. A cartoon. A cartoon, so this, yeah, you know, with the big hair. Yeah. <laughs> with the big hair and cats everywhere, yeah. uh, you know. And or just, are very scared and think this is, like, evil or demonic or yeah. something, which it's not, right? No. Oh, no, okay. So um, I guess you've done a meditation already. Mm-hmm. I will ask a question, and we'll do a little tarot card spread right here okay. while recording. Yeah. so um, what would you like me what should I do
3: so just to be clear I actually do not read I call them tarot reads I do not read the cards the cards are very symbolic they have all kinds of signs and symbols in them mm-hmm. but I use my intuition I use them as a guide oh okay yeah but there are people who can actually read every symbol and every um, modality on the actual card right so what you're going to do is we did the meditation before yes is you tell me what your question is and then we both think of it as you shuffle Okay, And the most important thing is for you to, when you're shuffling, to feel when it's answered and to stop. When the question
0: is answered and then stop. Um, I just want to, because we're not on video, uh, just so you know, this this deck looks very worn and used. And it actually, I think it's emanating a certain amount of, well, I don't know. I kind of like that it's used. It feels like it has stories in it.
3: I have three new decks and I I still can't use them because the energy is not on them yet yeah
0: and I have no problem with you being blatantly honest good or bad news just tell me exactly how you feel what you see okay I'm gonna shuffle what's your question my question is um, (sighs) oh what's more juicy to hear on the air (laughs) right Um, how about I just ask um, what what's going to happen in the next Six months of my love life, is that properly love phrased? Life, sure. Yeah. Is that how I phrase it? Um what will happen with my relationship in the next well, six months? Where will my
3: relationship be going in the next six months? Where will my relationship
0: yeah. be going in the next six months? I have a long term partner. I love him very much. His name is Scott. I I now feel a little worried doing this. But okay. Where will my relationship be going in the next six months? Sorry, I just needed to focus.
3: <coughs> okay. There's Sorry that. about the coffee. I just got a No overflu. worries. No worries. Mm-hmm. Okay, though. Cut them in three sections. Any...
0: Okay. Three little piles. Yeah.
3: And then put the pile back together oh, in any back to- order. Okay. Thank you.
0: I shuffled for a long time because I really wanted to focus. Okay. So what cards are we seeing?
3: Okay, I'm laying down. um, What I'm doing here, because I feel that it gives you the most in-depth answer, is what's called a Celtic cross. I find this a very good layout for relationships in particular. Because it gives you the state of the relationship and it also gives you like the outcome.
0: Right. So we're seeing lots of different cards. Yeah. I don't know if they're so positive I'll, or negative. I'm very scared.
3: No, they're good. Okay, so you got a lot of... You've got one sad card and everything else is pretty positive. So um, I usually start at the center, which is the heart of the matter. The first card laid down in the middle of the Celtic cross is the most important. And that shows that in the next six months... Okay, so it starts with a sort of a bit of a... If there's any disagreements or anything conflicts you will always come to a truce with this man so it shows the ability for you guys to really work things out to meet in the middle to meet well to discuss it come to a resolution together the top of the uh, the interesting thing about this relationship the top which gives um, meaning to every single card that's been pulled because it's called the rising is the queen of wands and if you can see, she's a very powerful woman. The colors are red, which is creativity, energy, and um, she's petting the leopard, which is representative of your own inner demon. So in a way, you being at the top means that in some way y- you have the biggest influence in this relationship in the next six months. Oh, yeah, but you're pretty equal,
1: right? But, but I have for an some influence. reason.
3: Yeah, you're going to be at the top of it for some reason in the next six months. At the bottom of it is the star, which again is female. This is the foundation of the relationship. So in the next six months, it like what I'm feeling about your relationship is you guys are pretty even, equal. You both have mutual respect for one another, and you work things out. But you have more subtle control of of where it's going in the next six months just because you appeared at the top and you appeared at the bottom Oh boy, you are both in this relation this is the ace of cups which is the highest most spiritual card in the deck
0: does that mean something romantic
3: it means something spiritual <laughs> okay so you're very divinely guided in the next six months so really listen this is your intuition really listen to what messages you pick up like if you get a feeling you should do this or if Scott gets a feeling you should buy you flowers or take you out. Scott, are you You listening? Is Scott listening? Are you out there? (laughs) So that's a very beautiful card. That's one of the most significant cards to get in a relationship. Okay. So I'm not seeing...
0: Is there anything uh, scary, like a breakup? I don't want that.
3: No, I'm not seeing anything. So you asked six months. Maybe that was a little short in the sense that I don't see major changes happening in the relationship in the next six months. Although the outcome is... Love and happiness. And here's a change there. Wheel of Fortune. What's that mean? So a little more money coming to you like together as a couple. Either he'll be making a little more money, you will have the opportunity to make more money than you have in the past.
1: Oh, good. And him actually...
3: That's him. And as you can see, you guys are a perfect match. And when I'm pointing... see so you... There's a
0: picture of him riding a horse. And yeah. there's a picture of me with a cheetah. So we're a perfect match. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so he's an, a knight of wands. She's the queen of wands. And also he's representing in this actual card, the red, the fire, the passion, the creativity. So that Scott's tells me... the passion. For the next because you asked for a six-month period. Oh, yes. You guys go back and forth. You're pretty equal.
0: I'm, I'm half-teasing because Scott yeah. is a, not known to be like a rawr. He's a very quiet nice. Well, it means <laughs> he's
3: going after something that will bring in money.
0: Oh, for himself. Because us. it's right yep. next
3: to that one. And then there's just this, this little tiny not-so-great card, and I'm going to ask oh. more about it. But he comes out of it. That's Scott.
0: Okay, I'm going I'm to let you clarify sadness. that one card before, oh, before no, yes. it's okay. But I, I am curious, so let's clarify that one card before I let you go, and let's hope what that sadness isn't too sad. So I was
3: just reading the outcome, and okay, so I see him. I see total happiness and love for you guys. This is the outcome of the oh, next six months. Good. There's more money coming in and Scott going after something, an opportunity which will make more money. Then, see, he kind of goes down. He feels kind of sad, like it's not exactly how he thought it would be, right? Oh my and God! That's... I'm
0: Scott. I'm sorry that we're talking so much about you. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought it would mostly be yeah. about my
3: feelings. But he'll come around. In other words, he'll experience some interference and be disappointed.
0: Oh God! This is too much about Scott. I think we have to slow west. Oh no. <laughs> sorry, he's going to be so mad at me.
3: Uh... And he comes out. This is Scott. With his heart in his hand and back, steady ground. It just a little bump in the road, so nothing like. Uh, he gets right back on his chariot. So, you guys are not going to be experiencing any huge major shift within your own relationship in the next six months. It'll just be the periphery. steady,
0: yeah,
3: strong. You guys are really strong together. I can feel like a long, a strong ah, yes. bond
0: well that's lovely that was a very good spread yeah. sorry i didn't mean to talk so much i got a little shy and then realized there's a lot of people listening to this but um i
3: you asked about you guys but it
0: it really had a lot to say about scott
3: well just a little bump in the road for him
0: scott is just a bump in the road everything's gonna he'll be take
3: pace. he'll take over and stabilize and be happy and make an adjustment
0: that's fantastic yeah. um natalie you've been a fantastic guest um I'd love it if you could promote yourself on here and let people know how they could maybe get in touch with you in a way okay. that works for you.
3: Okay. Um, the name of my company is MindShift Insights, um, and you can reach me at ca, or you can give me a call on my cell if you'd like to book an appointment at...
0: Oh, Oh I I don't know if we should put your phone number.
3: Okay, no this, problem. Because this
0: this this reaches yeah. a lot of people. Oh, so Natalie <laughs> Capone,
3: thank you, sweetie. Natalie Capone at simpatico.ca. ca. That's perfect. Thank and then you could book an appointment with yes. her,
0: and she's fantastic. Thanks for being on the show. Bye. You know what? I didn't ask these ladies for info for their introduction, so I'm going to wing it. Uh, I'm here in the panel discussion with Gwyn Phillips and Laura Silovitz. Gwyn Phillips, she is a part of the Templeton Philharmonic. They are a sketch comedy duo. They're amazing. She's an improviser, an actress, a sketch performer. Am I missing anything? you doing great. Is it good? Yeah, she does everything. She's fabulous. And then we got Laura Silovitz. Hey, she, what
4: up, everyone? Hey.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's a social
4: media influencer
0: based on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. and she's a, she's also an actress, a very funny comedy lady. You are um, on The Beaverton? That's true. That's huge. And also, you said
4: you're the lottery lady. I'm the lottery lady. Can you explain what that means? Because I <laughs> just did such a bad. That's actually not bet. the official title, um, <laughs> as I don't have one. But um, it's a lottery I girl. I do. I do. I've been doing um, some work with OLG for the. Can I say that? I, I don't, I don't mean, know. It's. I think it's OLG, mine, right? Am I allowed to say that? Um, I think so. so. Yeah, you're on TV, they know. I it's not a do
0: it.
1: Yeah, um, she loves it. We she
4: all know it. you from OLG. <laughs> right. You all of course are watching because you are OLG fans. Um, yeah, it's been really fun, so I've worked um I've been uh, today I did a bigger spin where there's this scratch scratch ticket that has a live element to it. So
0: so somebody won I mean, a lot of money won in front $700, of
4: $700,000 today.
0: <gasps> and, and I got
4: to give her a check for it. <gasps> See, yeah, it's (laughs) amazing. She does everything. But can
5: you like pull some strings or give us like the inside scoop? Yes. Like, should I buy lottery tickets?
4: Is it worth it? Yes. (laughs) I actually, in my experience, I've seen. I actually do think the lottery is rigged, and I think that only the best people in the world win.
5: Oh wow! Yeah, that's a really nice thing. (laughs) I really, (laughs) really good (laughs) waiter that that I meet is like
4: amazing and incredible people, and I'm like. Is this, like, rigged in a way where the OLG only has, like, the most incredible angels, like, win? Are they all real sweethearts? Uh, Yeah. Wow. I've never met. (laughs) Actually, this this is
0: a perfect segue because we're talking today about, um, you know, a date with fate, the universe. (laughs) But the lottery, that's a great example. That is. Um, I'm going to start with my first question kind of related to this. Uh, Energy. Do you guys kind of believe that uh, you put out an energy in the world and it comes back to you? Kind of like karma or you can affect or manifest things?
5: We (laughs) believe.
4: We we, we, um, (laughs) We we believe. believe. (laughs) That's how you wanted to interview. I thought you could take turns.
0: I brought you both on here (laughs) because you are the same personality.
4: Um, (laughs) We We believe. Pretty much. I think so. uh, Our birthdays are three days apart. Yep.
0: They're good friends. That's also why I... The reason I actually booked these two together on the panels because they're actually very good friends. They have lovely chemistry.
4: And we have great energy that I would say gives and takes. Um, I
5: do believe that when you put out a certain energy, you... if it necessarily comes back, uh, I think it's more like an in the moment energy thing. I don't know if it's like eventually it'll come around to you like a karma thing. I think it's more like whatever energy you put out in the moment mm. will reflect how people like I think it does kind of reflect well on your like I think it just affects your whole life. Yeah. Oh,
4: so it's not like a you get paid back later for the karma you do now. It's more like the karma you put out now. The energy you have now is the energy. Yeah. Get that's
0: back. what I think. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. What about superstitions, guys? Do you guys are you guys superstitious? Do you have little rituals or things like that? So, I mean,
4: I believe that vaccinating your children, of course, (laughs) is that a superstition? Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, um, I also have superstitions. Like, oh, I used okay. This is I used to have the superstition because I don't know if anyone's gonna actually care about this information, but I used to have some girls that would be like, "Oh my God!" (laughs) I would see your name at an audition, and I'm like, "Laura's gonna book this. Oh my God!" And I was like. I have my people that I do that. With. Wait, we mm-hmm. all do, right? I'm like. I'm I have
0: like... totally done that with you. <laughs> no, I'm I've not joking. I no, you for haven't. Sure. I've never I am have literally, with literally you.
4: exactly the same. Just hire us. We, are, we are,
0: <laughs> That's so funny. And please take it as a compliment. I'm not course, saying it to you know. shit. I literally know. have. I've done it for you as well. I I've, I've said to Scott. Well, I'm
5: blonde and you're brunette, so we're well. Yeah, I we different. Are
0: not the same. I mean, it seems you're different. different, different. But I've definitely done it with you, and I've. Uh, Scott has called me and I'm like, oh, I'm about to go on an audition. Laura Silovitz and Kayla Lorette and Gwyn Phillips are here. So I might as well just go shoot
4: myself in the back. No. But like we all have those kind of like you have, I don't know if that's what's called superstition, but you feel that way. And I, so what I started doing was I would not sign into auditions until I left because well, I felt like at all well, I, I, I to want say. to get paid um, but, uh, <laughs> but what I yeah, started like doing was to sign not it. auditioning what I started doing was just never ever auditioning and just quitting comedy altogether so that no one had any bad things to say um, no but I like, I wouldn't sign into auditions because one I was like well I don't want to intimidate anyone else and no. I don't like that energy of speaking of energy of like I thought it was bad energy of like People being like damn it She's here like while I'm in the room I'm like well don't wish I don't get the part While I'm in the room so that I wouldn't write it down But as I worked on my confidence I was like you know what Let We're all In this together yes. it's not up to us uh, You know we're we're all supportive Of each other so then I actually Started writing it down and being like you know what I hope that people do see it and And think like Cause I okay, this is gonna sound weird, but like, there's certain people like, and I'm like, oh, they're seeing like Gwen and Lindsay, like, sweet, like, and they called me too, like, I'm like, wow, i, I I'm like, more
5: like that. I will yeah. see like your names and be like, oh, good. I'm, I'm like, in the mix yeah, yeah, with yeah, some good people. Exactly. Like, I'm the like, the more oh secure God, I am,
0: I mean, the more I go. There is room for all of us, yes. and only when you're whenever <laughs> yes. you're like in the worst space ever, that's when you're like, oh no. Do you want to hear like it. a
5: super yeah. cheesy analogy that I metaphor that I heard? So. <laughs> The industry is like a sponge. Oh, I've heard this
0: analogy. I haven't heard this analogy. uh,
5: Everybody wants to be absorbed into the sponge, Mm. into the industry. They want to get get real wet. You know, they want to get in there, (laughs) taken, soaking wet in the sponge. Where
0: are you going? (laughs) But
5: (laughs) To get absorbed by a sponge, there's so many different ways you can get into the sponge. There's different holes you can get through to get into it. So everyone has their hole. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I Let's like you know what I've heard a similar one uh, on the off camera show Neil Patrick Harris was interviewed and he had someone told him when he booked Doogie Howser as a child someone some producer told him that um, acting this show business is like surfing you paddle out And you wait for a wave and you watch all your friends get big waves and they ride the wave and then they crash and you feel jealous and you feel weird and you're waiting for your wave. And then (laughs) one day you catch a wave and it's huge and everyone notices you and everyone like congratulates you and you think you've made it. And then it will inevitably crash and then you paddle out again and you do it for the rest of your career and realize... It's just about waiting and coming back well, and letting and then it go it in and you know. enjoy
4: surfing. So then it's like do you actually enjoy yeah, that the the process? process. Surfing isn't just all the time being on the board and gliding. I mean yeah. like the shore comes up at certain points and you have to get off or there's no waves that day or or there's I know a sharks. lot about surfing. There's shirk, shark, shirk. or there's shark <laughs> sharks and lifeguards sharks and, and crabs. Then it comes down to do you enjoy it? I've had friends I would say were way better actors than me that quit because they don't they don't like the actual yeah surfing of it. Someone recently
5: told me I should quit because I'm too good. Oh yeah,
4: someone was like. Wait, you're an actress, Wait. but you have so many other talents. How did you? Why choose are you that wasting them all?
0: You <laughs> too- should quit now. You're too good. Have you ever experienced a coincidence that you've ascribed meaning to? Like you didn't think it was a coincidence, you actually think the universe is at play somehow.
4: I do have a story that it like, does I'm connect blanking. to energy, but it's not. It's kind of a ghost story. Okay, is that something. Yes, I don't know if that spoils the no, story. No, that's fine. But okay, so. When I'm earlier when I talked about, like, energy, like, we're all here, so do you believe in ghosts? I think I could believe if you tell me So I believe, what I do believe, is that there is, we are energy while we're here, and we leave behind some sort of energy, and I do believe, like, when you can, when you speak to a ghost, I know that sounds so, whatever, hokey, and whatever, I like that word you use, um, you know, but if you're using a Ouija board, <clears throat> or you're summoning a spirit, or whatever it is, I feel like there is, it's like what you're doing is, if it were to happen, is you're summoning in energy, their energy. So, um, my godmother uh, passed away when I was about 13. And when I was 12, I'm a Jew, so I had a bar, I had actually had a benai mitzvah, which means it's a bar but mitzvah. Um, boys, when they turn 13, have a bar mitzvah, and mm-hmm. girls, when they turn 12, have a butt mitzvah. My brother and I turned 13 and 12 in the same year so we had a uh, benai mitzvah bar but mitzvah anyways that's hardly important but um
0: i just like the way you really hit jew in the mic there when you said it (laughs)
4: yeah i feel like i for a long time in my life was a self-hating like scared to be jewish and was like people would be like oh you don't look jewish and i'd be like oh thanks and they would be like yeah and it was like a compliment to receive but oh, now i'm actually like so weird maybe let's that is just, so weird it is just literally who i am so uh, let's not be ashamed of it um and anti-semitism and all that it mm-hmm. makes it hard uh to, to actually be like it's still out there it's it is out there it's um, still out there but um <laughs> my godmother passed passed away when i was about 13 but when i was 12 and had my but mitzvah um, there was that we had photos that were taken of me and my my godmother and it was they were you know some of my favorite photos and whatnot and obviously some of the only memories I have of her and one day I had in elementary school my we carpooled so usually I went with a big group but for some reason this day I think I stayed late I think I had a dance rehearsal or something and stayed late and my mom was coming to pick me up and when she came to pick me up I got into the car and uh, my godmother Cheryl wore this perfume. I mean, you know, someone in your life, grandmother, someone like you know, <coughs> those ladies oh, yeah. that have a, such a strong scent. Like, when you walked into her house, it was like this, oh, such smell. a strong perfume. When you, I could smell her in rooms, like, I'd be like, oh, Cheryl's here, you know, like, right, you yeah. can smell her perfume as she's walked past. I got into the car and I was hit by a brick, a wall of Cheryl's scent. And I was like, and I'm 13, you know, and I was, and I've been, you know, I uh I was like, "Oh my god, it smells like Cheryl." I just was like, "Oh my god, Cheryl's in the car." And my mom went white. She screamed. And was like, "What? What? Why did you?" And I'm like, she's like, "What did you say?" And I was like, "I smell I was like, "It smells like Cheryl." Like her perfume. I was like, "Oh my god." I was like, Oh, it's going away. And I'm like, I smelt it for a second. And my mom couldn't even speak. She was like, (gasps) I was like, what the hell is going on? My mom is quite a dramatic person. So I was like, this is not abnormal. Um, But she got out of the car and went to the trunk where it was supposed to be a surprise. But as a surprise, she got this picture of me and Cheryl framed from my bat mitzvah, and it was in the car uh, with us. And so she was going to surprise me when we got home, but when I got into the car, I smelled her.
0: Oh, my God.
4: So, so, crazy. so you explained that, that, that to me. That actually freaks me out. That is a very <laughs> freaky story. I didn't know. Like, how would I have known? Like, so how do you explain that? And in all honesty, do you kind of believe that maybe someone's spirit was there? Do you really, truly 100% believe 100%. That, that? that yeah. had to have been. I was like, unless I'm just psychic and but even that like know what i mean like it was her energy was in the car like she was in the car <laughs> i can't describe it any oh other my way.
0: goodness I, that really does freak me out i don't know oh. i
5: have a story that i that i could tell but i feel like i've told it before but i just fine i can tell it again yeah go ahead I, well, I have like a history of psychics in my family like actually like they if my grandmother predicted like she She did not want to send my aunt to school because she had a nightmare that JFK would be shot. And then she's like, I'm going to school. I have to go to school. And then he was shot and everyone got sent home from school.
0: I'm literally up chills. Okay. She
5: also, there was, this is like various like things that she predicted. She predicted like a plane crash. Um, My like mom's brother, uh, had a nightmare that my grandfather's um, store like he had a printing shop was gonna burn to the ground and in and then they would be replaced by like a carpet and drape store and then it's exactly (sighs) what
0: happened oh my god I love how dramatic the first one was and then carpet and drapes
5: like it did burn to the ground like it burnt and then like the next company that came in was like something carpet and, gra- and it's drapes it's weird because why. normally like,
4: you'd have either just a carpet company and then a drapes company I know so to have them together <laughs> it is to predict that job, is, is, is no.
0: shows you the real deal
4: right but
5: so this one this is like the a story market. that I've told and once before on a, on a podcast but I but I'll tell it again I'm sure no one has heard it but I was hired to work a um, launch of a feature. It was like a um, rap, not a rap party, but like they were launching it and they, I don't know, they had this, it was the Lula Lounge Mm -hmm. and it was like circus themed. And so they were like, we want like stilt walkers, we want jugglers, we want all this stuff. And then they were like, we really would love if you could come and like be a fortune teller because like you're an actor. Can you just come and like... Be a fortune teller And like sit in the corner And be like spooky And whatever And I was like Absolutely And I have all these Like props That I was like You know what This will be great I have like a stuffed crow I have like a, like a ball I have like a book Of like dreams I have a dream book I have like this I don't know I have all these Like fun little things That I that I brought And I'm like Dressed in this Like dark cloak thing And I have like You know Crazy makeup And I, and I show up And they're like Okay great We're gonna set you up Over in the corner And uh And then when people come in, like, you'll just, like, be sitting there and people can come up and whatever, and it'll be really casual. And I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. (laughs) So, like, right before the event starts, my friend is like, um, are you, like, do you have any experience doing, like, psychic, like, telling people's fortunes? I was like, I mean, not really, like... I have like a history of psychics in my family, but I don't well, have, I have any psychic dreams that come true. But other than but that, other than no. that, no. <laughs> and then I was like, I didn't have tarot cards or anything, but they were like, okay, just wondering because um, we're about to open the doors and uh, just be aware of that. And I was like, what? Okay. And they opened the door and like there was a lineup all the way around, to come in and see, oh. the psychic. Oh. And I was like. oh no like oh god and then i but then they were like they kind of think it's real can you just like make something up and i was like okay sure and then like the first person who came in sat down and they were like so my wife passed away and i've been dreaming about her every night Mm -hmm. And I need to know, like, does she still think of me? And like, it was
0: so intense. Like, All I want to know is, is this so gig union? This think. is crazy. Oh no, no,
5: this was this? Is just like How I was helping add? out was a, a f- union? <laughs> I was like, union a union <laughs> gig. Wow. no, I
0: was like helping out a friend.
5: <laughs> Wait, it was, just... was
4: union. Don't say it,
0: wasn't it
5: union. was union. It was <laughs> <You're a> union. Union. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
5: this is a union gig. That's
0: so intense. So it
5: went. This went on for three hours. And you. I, but the craziest part was people would be like, okay, like, I just need answers. I did this really awful thing. And like, I've, I have to take these things to the grave because I'm like, I can't say these things. Some of them were so bad that I was like, Ooh, why Are you telling me this? No, not. And this murder. is an
0: opening of a movie? Yeah, this is like an event.
5: <laughs> this is an event? At I don't know. Lula lounge. Yes. So, anyways. Had lots of good energy
4: at Lula. I kept open. being
5: like, I kept being like, playing into it like I was like you have a brother and she'd be like yeah and I'd be like older and she'd be like mhm and I'd be like his name starts with a J and he, she'd be like yes and uh, like I was getting things right and it was terrifying like the people were like an accidental psychic
4: yeah I'm an accidental psychic well you are psychic you just channeled it that one and I time was going and it happened. went on for three hours I told
5: people's like fortunes and I just was like and then I had a dream book so I was like oh your dreams mean this I am like I was trying like doing my best and then all of a sudden this glass of wine gets delivered to the table and I'm like what's this wine for and then I look over and there's a woman and she's like it's for you and I was like what and she comes over and she's like my friend here is a real psychic I know you're just like an actor and I was like oh sorry and then she goes I only know because my friend's a real psychic she's here from Australia and she wants to do your she wants to tell your fortune and I was like Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. And she came up, and she absolutely terrified me. Like, she knew everything about my life. And my brother. She knew everything about my brother. She, like, she was like, are you a writer? You have a partner with dark hair. Yeah, you do comedy. And she, like, went through everything. She, like, described my whole life. And then she's like, you have a brother. He does history did And she, like, went through everything in my family. It was so scary. I'd never met this woman before in my life, and she just was like, mm-hmm. and then she just left. And did you get something out of that reading that was, like, important? Yeah. She told me that, well, I mean, she told me all these weird things that I was like, what am I supposed to do with this information? But she was like, in three years, you're going to move to, like, the UK, and, like, that's where you're going to, that's where you're going to be based. I was like... What? Okay. And when then was she
4: says, When are you leaving? This was two years ago. Oh my god. I have one year left. You know what? That that we have to see if that comes true. I hope it doesn't. I'm gonna make sure it doesn't happen. I'm gonna do everything in my life. She's power gonna to cross sure out Gwen's
0: name on every audition. Yeah. form.
4: This is the first I'm hearing of that part of the information. I have heard that story and I was doing a really good job just being like uh-huh, pretending like I hadn't heard the story yeah. before, but I guess Gwen's So my left farewell tour part. starts next week. Wow, okay, yeah. amazing. Guys. And my farewell tour starts. <laughs> right now, goodbye. goodbye. Everybody, <laughs> what a great way
0: to wrap up! Hey guys, thanks for being on
5: the show, Gwen thanks Phillips. Thanks for having us. Laura wait, I, okay, sorry. Oh, you have another question. I was just
4: gonna say that you got important information out of that reading, and it ended up answering your question of like this coincidence where you get asked to play the psychic, yeah. but then it happens that there's a psychic yeah. there, which you it's didn't just know too
0: sorry, it was absolutely
5: nuts. It's a crazy. It was like one of the craziest things ever. You
0: know, I'm just so happy that we started so crazy and still found a way to actually get to the point of the panel discussion. We did get to coin It's a good. panel.
4: I keep forgetting. I keep, it's a panel. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: Let's start again. <laughs> the panel. Thank panel. you, Gwyn okay. Phillips. Thank you, Laura Silovitz. Thank you,
4: Lindsay. Uh, if Lindsay there's anything you'd like to promo, quickly say it into the mic so that they can find um, you. My birthday is July 16th every single year, so <laughs> anyone that wants to ever uh, wish me happy birthday, I'll always accept it. <laughs>
5: Thank you Great. Mine's July 14th Every single year Bastille Day In case you forget um, Also I do have Something I want to plug Can I plug oh, it? Okay. Of course uh, I have a comedy audio series On Audible Woo! Called None of Our Business And you can But you have no experience Of all, doing any sort of podcasting <laughs> No experience at all So yeah, finally It's with I Brianna to Templeton it's Who was on Brianna the show Templeton. earlier That's very
4: very funny So listen to that
5: Okay If you want
4: and Thank- I'm just going to really plug my birthday. So please, no one forget about it.
0: Thank you, guys. <laughs> bye bye. And that concludes another episode of Truths Be Told A Date with Fate. Ooh, I feel like. Uh... I feel like I'm superstitious and nervous and thinking that there is some sort of God or uh, omniscient being pulling the strings. After talking to everybody, I feel a little nervous. Uh, Oh, so I want to thank my guests. They were great. What good stories. I want to thank Daphne Joseph, Emily Poulin, Gwyn Phillips, Laura Silovitz, and Natalie Capone. Thanks for being on the show, guys. For the music, I have to thank Matthew Reed. Thank you for making the music on this show. Catherine Fogler, she did the podcast Photography. Um, The artwork of that photography on the computer was done by Kurt Furla, so thank you to him. Uh, Thank you to Eggplant Picture and Sound and the Pacific Junction Hotel for uh, having me in the booth recording. I want to thank my sound guy, Russ. He also helps me edit. I never mentioned that, but I wouldn't know what to do without him. Sometimes I'm also helped by Trevor Pullman. So thank you to Trevor. If you want to watch us on YouTube, we're on YouTube. Search Truths Be Told Podcast. We'll come up. Also, I want to thank the two guys at Sonar, the Sonar Network, who they, they put out this podcast. They're fantastic. And I always forget to thank them. Cody Crane. Michael Mangiardi is that how I say it Mangiardi Michael you post this episode for me every single time a new episode comes out you're amazing you help me so much and I know you're listening right now because you have to check for audio levels so thank you I never thank you enough if you are interested in following me on Instagram I have an Instagram at Linzo Mello that's l-i-n-d-s-o-m-u-l-l-o all right Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back again soon. Bye-bye.